Hello, I'm Zara, a self-published author of young adult and new adult fiction. And I'm Kelly, a fantasy writer being held together by threads of optimism. And this is Writish, the podcast by writers for writers, where we discuss craft and hot topics in the writing community. All right. And I think a great thing that we should start off with talking or the first thing to hit is the fuel of excitement. And so far, this first week is going to be fueled by excitement and a lot of energy that has been stirring since Preptober. And I say hold on to that and utilize it as much as possible. If you feel like writing 5,000 words in one day, I say shoot for it because later on down the road, you're definitely going to thank yourself for it. But that being said, not everyone will sit down and dash towards the finish line this week, although they do feel the contagious excitement that we've been talking about surrounding NaNoWriMo and stuff for writers that fall in this category. That's okay. You are still valid in your enthusiasm, even if you are writing the minimum for that day, which I believe is 1,667 words. Personally, I enjoy riding the wave of excitement as long as I can, and I like to see how far it can take me and see how far ahead I can get. Now, we talk about circumstances a lot, and I just want to take the time as another disclaimer that I'm very lucky to have a flexible position that I'm in and not everyone's going to have that same flexibility with their writing. This wasn't always the case for me as I worked and was a full-time college student once upon a time, but now I have more time to give to my writing. So whenever I'm talking about like my productivity, I just want to make sure that people aren't comparing because comparison is the thief of joy and I want you to enjoy this experience, but also because my circumstances are different now than what they were before, but I understand being a full-time employee somewhere, being a full-time student. Like there's other things that take up the time of your day. I mean, obviously I am still a mother, so that takes up a good chunk of my day. But because I'm a stay-at-home mother, I'm able to have that flexibility for my writing. And I just want to put a big old disclaimer out there that whenever we're sprinting or I'm talking about my progress in videos on YouTube, don't think that you're less of a writer because you can't shoot for someone's productivity that they normally do. I started NaNo when I was in high school. So that meant I was in school 8.15 to 3, if not 3.30 every day. And I had a lunch hour that I would write during if I wasn't going to a club that my friend was running. So that meant that more often than not, I didn't have any writing time during the day. And then I had a ton of homework for all these different classes at night. And then I wasn't some who woke up early in the morning. I'm still not really, but I am more now. So like all my writing had to be done at night. And normally because it was a school night, I couldn't do that. So it was basically all the weekends. And then I went off to college where you have classes, but it's not a full eight hour block of classes one after another without any breaks. Like normally there's time in between classes where I could fit in some writing. And then my classes are all at night. And that means I have the days completely open. But eventually when I get out of grad school and I enter the workforce, hopefully, you know, as a paid <laughs> professional in the publishing industry, especially as a literary agent, your hours, like people say, oh, they're like 
10 to 6 ish. But if you have clients, and by clients, I mean authors who you are representing, they theoretically can message you whenever. And like, that's not going to be normal work hours. So my schedule has always changed with my circumstances, which makes sense. And so my writing does too. And I will never be able to necessarily mimic exactly what someone else has done. I can be very happy for them and also be like, that's not realistic for me, but that's okay, like Kelly said. And then also with NaNoWriMo, I think a lot of things in pop culture, the more hype there is around something and the longer the hype lasts around something, by the time you finally reach it, you're like, oh, that was underwhelming. But that's not the case with NaNoWriMo because it's a whole community lifting each other up. So I agree that you should definitely ride the wave and do as much as you can the first week, but also like don't burn yourself out because that would also be bad. (laughs) Yes. Don't like overdo it the first week to where you're just done the rest of the month. Just do it for the excitement and for the joy that it's bringing you. So I think another cool thing that we should talk about during NaNo is milestones. And this is one of the great things about NaNo that like really drives home, at least for me, the self-confidence with writing, because seeing the badges and the graphs on the website that shows your progress is really encouraging and also reminds me of a few things I learned at college for teaching. What this made me think of was whenever you would do sticker charts to stimulate parts of the brain and feelings of accomplishment, like they're so alive. And then that will drive the individual to continue to strive. Another thing it made me think of, though, is because I'm currently potty training a toddler is the the sticker chart that I mentioned. And it's used for the reason that it's a visual representation of their progress. Even after NaNo, if you find that these badges and the graphs really work for you, there's other methods to like make those. I believe Zara knows a few programs that can make the graphs. And then of course, you can just make yourself a sticker chart going down to the dollar store, get yourself a poster board and some stickers. And then there you go. I do graphs through my computer because I, like many people, kind of forget to use the Nano website during the actual month. Although there are certain badges that are dependent on you updating your word count multiple days in a row. So at least for the first week, if you update every single day on the website, you get a badge for that. And then for two weeks and three weeks. So like we all should be better at using the website than we are since the update because we are all missing out on like these really pretty badges that if we're writing anyway, we should be getting them. But I do my track through a plugin on my website called My Book Progress. And I can enter the deadline and how many words my goal is. And then it breaks it down. And then it'll say like how many words you wrote in this week, the pace you need this week, blah, 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 blah. A lot of what Nano does, but it's just on my website. And I always remember to update there because it's public and it's where I point everyone to for my web presence. And then there's also spreadsheets that you can make, or I'm sure there are some that you can download. I know for a while this artist Svenja created some that you could download. So I will leave a link to her stuff in the show notes. There is also Write Track, which is a website that makes graphs for you, which is cool. And that will also be linked. Milestones that I like to count, in addition to, you know, obviously writing the first word where you're like, I'm officially drafting a book. I like hitting 
the first 100 words and the first 500 words, which are a lot smaller than the goals that Nano gives you. Like the first word count goal badge that they give you is 1,667 words, which is one day of NaNoWriMo, as we've said earlier. The 100 and 500 words are just kind of like you're in the very beginning, but it's more than zero. And then I celebrate the 1,000 word mark, the 5,000 word mark, and the 10,000 word mark. And the 5,000 and 10,000 are also celebrated by Nano with badges. And then they do 25,000 and 40,000. But the chances of most people reaching those latter two goals within the first week is pretty low, aside from the people that we've mentioned who like might shoot out of the gate and do a crazy amount of words in the very beginning of the month and then peter off at the end or they just finish super early and we can all praise and be envious of them. But you know, again, that's not the general experience for everyone. The reason I like celebrating smaller accomplishments is kind of the exact same thing that Kelly talked about where it's just a visual reminder that you're making progress and it encourages you to continue you making progress. And psychologically speaking, it's kind of like the operant conditioning where you do something and then you get a reward for it. And then you want to do the thing again. There are reasons that we do it. But most simply put, I have fun saying that I did the thing. (laughs) Yes, you say I did the damn thing. Here is proof of the thing being done. Another thing that I want to uh, touch on real quick, because you said that some people are going to like just shoot right out of the gate. Those people are the exception to what Nano is supposed to be. I feel like Nano is supposed to be a marathon and not a sprint. So if you go into that mindset of it is a marathon, I am here with my community and I'm going to push through and write my first draft or whatever draft you're writing of your book, then I think that you're going to have a far better experience than putting pressure on yourself to be like these other writers who have the ability to just kind of shoot right out of the gate. Yeah, and I think we should talk about the phrase winning nano, even though we're only in the first week. Winning nano means that you've hit the 50,000 words in the month of November. And mm-hmm. it's great to say it. And if you say it and you tell the website, you get to download a cute little certificate. It's cool and it's cute. And again, it's a visual representation of an accomplishment, which we all love. But you're not actually in competition with other other people. And even though you are in competition with yourself, you don't have to have quote unquote one nano to win nano because you're getting the words down. And that's a reward by itself that you wouldn't necessarily have done if you weren't putting aside time to write to join in on the nano craziness because they know that nano comes around every year. So they make it their special writing time. And speaking of that, and speaking of the community, I think we should kind of talk about what the community loves about NaNoWriMo. We asked some people in the writing community what they love about the first week of NaNo specifically, and we got some answers back. So I know that multiple people feel this way, but one person summed it up to say the friendship and the sprints. I also want to touch on like, it may seem like we're echoing it a bit much, but a lot of writers are excited that everyone is coming together, the friendship and then the sharing that we can do anything energy with one another. It's very contagious and it's very uplifting, especially if in the past you've like struggled with imposter syndrome, see episode one. (laughs) And, uh, 
it, it can just be very nice to come around like-minded writers and people. It's just a good feeling. Definitely that because writing in general is such a solitary art form. I do think that AuthorTube and now a lot of AuthorTubers are also streaming on Twitch if not exclusively, where it's become more of a community thing thanks to the internet. But NaNoWriMo is still like very specific for writers everywhere because not everyone knows about AuthorTube, which is a dang shame. But we all come together kind of the same way that John and Hank Green's nerd fighters are unironically enthusiastic about stuff. It's a time where writers everywhere can just talk about their writing and other people's writing without having to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I know I'm talking a lot about books because everyone is expecting it. And then something that some other people responded with, which I totally agree with, is the excitement of starting a new project. And I'm sure you can relate to that, Kelly. Yes, because this nano, I am working on Project D, which is my Greek god-inspired characters meshed with Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. And I have been waiting all summer to work on this. And the fact that I get to work on it now, it just feels really nice. It's almost cathartic starting a new project and closing an old one and just being like, okay, I finished that one. Now it's time to move on to the next one. Yeah, because as much as I love finishing a story and it is very satisfying, and we'll talk more about that when we get towards the end of the nano month. Starting a new thing, I think for us as creators is always exciting because we get to embark on another journey. I also think too, as writers, as creators, as artists, we like to torture ourselves. So starting the new thing in the beginning is such a high. And then halfway through, you're like, man, why did I do this to myself? And then you get to the end and you're like, yeah, that was great. Let's do it again. Like some people describe pregnancy and you could tell me more about it, but... (laughs) Pain that your body puts you through and that you have to forget it, right? Because no one would ever have a second kid if they remembered all the pain throughout the whole thing. Listen, listen. I, like pregnancy hates my body. Luckily, I have two beautiful daughters to show for all the pain I endured, but I will never be having children again from my body physically, just because I am in the camp of women who it's just not a good time. But speaking labor and delivery wise, I've had epidurals, so I did not feel a damn thing. And it was lovely. (laughs) Okay. Well, the comparison still stands. It does because being a parent is very rewarding. It's you love your kids that you love seeing them grow into little people and their personalities develop and shine. Like I love watching, you know, Luna learn and she's very curious. She's at that very curious toddler stage right now. And of course, little Lucy is just doing all of the, the four month baby cute stuff that I'm going to miss, but I'm cherishing it right now because she's my last. But yeah, it's, it's definitely something that's bittersweet because, you know, toddlers are known for tantrums. You're not going to miss being woken up like at god awful early hours of the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm going to love getting my like normal sleep back, of course. But like I always say, like in YouTube videos, this is a complete parent side tangent because I could just talk about my girls forever. Um they're not going to be little forever. And even though right now it's a lot of crying, it's a lot of tantrums, it's a lot, but it's also a lot of good things and a lot of watching 
their curiosity develop and their interests develop. And it's, it's just super rewarding. And it's the same thing as creating a project. It's watching that project kind of develop and grow into the book you always, you know, knew it could be or dreamt it could be. And I know Zara shared a quote with me. I can't quote it directly, but it's basically about with the book. It's not about it being written. It's about it being rewritten. So going into Nano, of course, this is might be your first draft. This might be your seventh draft. But, you know, the book is organic and it's going to grow and it's going to become the final book baby that you always knew it could be. And that's just through hard work and bettering your craft and bettering your skill. Totally agree. I think we should talk a little bit about what we love about week one. All right. So as an empath myself and as a Pisces, um, I love the energy. I really feed off of it and get a sense of a high. And I can really cover a lot of ground that first week. And I love seeing the excitement of everyone during live streams and sprints because it's just, it's nice to see because creators like on AuthorTube, we have like this influx of activity and it's just nice to see more writers in this space. And also I love hitting goals early. I am such an early person. Like talk like been working with Zara on this podcast and everything. We've been working really closely with each other and she knows that I enjoy getting things done early and the earlier the better. I'm the same way and I think it's, you know, probably something to do with placements in our birth charts and things like that. Kelly knows that better than I do, even after months of her trying to educate me (laughs) on this stuff. But yeah, I would echo everything that Kelly and our audience has said. I love the solidarity of week one. And while I'm still in school, November is always a very busy time with assignments in addition to trying to do as much writing as possible for Nano. So I go to as many live streams as I can. And sometimes I'm not doing novel writing, but I'm doing schoolwork so that later I can do novel writing. And the encouragement from the community even for doing that is amazing. And I love interacting with everyone at such a high frequency where everyone's excited and supportive. And then, you know, if I do hit milestones early, I get very happy because you've hit. I'm just very excited for Nano this coming year because I think that the pandemic has changed a lot about the writing community for the better. And I think we're going to see that in full force in ways that maybe we haven't seen before because I think NaNoWriMo has become a lot more global in addition to like knowing that it's always been global, but now people interact online with the official Nano account and author tubers, not just their local regions. So I think that is a really good note to end on for this episode is just every writer, the community is getting bigger and we're all coming together this month and let's just ride that wave of enthusiasm together. This has been the Writish Podcast, and we'll be back with another episode next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Writish Podcast without a hyphen and on Kofi at ko-fi.com slash the Writish Podcast again without a hyphen. And be sure to join us for our conversation about mid-nano blues. Bye. Bye.